Hey, welcome back to the Jilly C podcast. I am your host, Jill. Do you ever feel depressed? Sometimes when we feel deep, prolonged sadness, the light within that dark place is difficult to see. But there is light in there. And as cheesy as it is, and cliche, we have to just hang in there until things get better. And it's not always an end-all be-all destination of suddenly feeling perfect. It can be a long process. For me, I become depressed a few days before my period begins. And don't worry, boys, that's all I'm going to say about my time of the month. (laughs) So unfortunately, this means that I feel depressed every single month. It could be much worse, though. Like when I felt unresolved depression in 2021. After six plus months, I decided to start taking an antidepressant. It honestly helped me so much. It took maybe six weeks for me to really start feeling better. So it was a lengthy process and it's hard um, during it because sometimes you feel a little bit worse before you get better or sometimes you feel bad about yourself that it seems like the antidepressant isn't helping. But for me, it ended up working really well. And it brought me to a much lighter and healthier place. I am just a better version of me. Now this podcast episode is not for me to talk about medication. Medication isn't for everyone. But it is there for those who'd like to try it. And luckily, you know, I live in the United States. We have access to medications for so many different things. We're really lucky for that because there are some people that suffer with from an array of different problems. And to have medication is really a godsend. So here are some things that have helped me to become strong through seasons of depression. Number one. I guess this isn't in any particular order, but this is how I wrote it. Number one, pray a lot or simply speak out loud. The act of praying and using your voice is really good. It releases stress. And I like to pray to God or to Jesus. But if you're not spiritual... You can also just speak out loud. Um, Maybe if you can find somewhere private. Another thing to do if you're in a quiet place. The second thing is that you can journal. Or not not necessarily if you're in a quiet place. But if you want to do it um, instead of speaking out loud. And you want to do something like quietly. Journaling can be a great tool. Not only can you just get your thoughts out on paper, but you can use the paper to sort of compartmentalize your thoughts and organize your thoughts. And 
sometimes when we have a lot on our mind and a lot of stress, it can actually make us feel depressed. And so getting your thoughts out on paper can relieve the tension and the stress. And subsequently, you might be less depressed if you can write some things down. The third thing is therapy. It can be a little bit of a process to get a therapist if you don't already have one, but it is worth it um, because these are people that can help you organize your thoughts and your feelings and emotions, especially, um, especially if you need someone to talk to about these things. Um, It can be productive, but honestly, therapy is only as productive as you make it. I think it's really important to go into your sessions with ideas written down, points written down, questions written down. Um, The fourth thing would be, kind of along with uh, therapy, is just to socialize. It's a lot easier said than done because not all of us have friends and I totally get that it can be really depressing to be alone it can be lonely depressing um but even briefly socializing with people you come in contact with in a day even that can help so if you're talking to a cashier or a barista maybe instead of just walking up to the barista and asking for your order, maybe you could genuinely ask that person, how are you? You know, and these little bits of socializing will add up. And of course, in time, maybe you can really put yourself out there and try to make some friends. Even if your relationships with people don't get super close and connected right away, we have to start somewhere. Sometimes you have to bite the bullet and really put yourself out there and ask someone to hang out. And the fifth thing would be to go outside in nature. So getting outside for as long as you can is really helpful. At least 30 minutes. 30 plus minutes is great because it's giving you plenty of time to breathe the fresh air to see the trees, the, the green. Um, if you're by an ocean, you can watch the water, listen to the waves. Um, if you're in a park, maybe you can sit and just look at the grass, look at the trees, look at the sky. Maybe you're lucky enough to have a nice backyard. You can just go outside in your own backyard. Um, one thing that I like to do every day which is probably a really great thing if you're feeling depressed, is to go outside first thing in the morning. No matter how cold it is, no matter how hot it is outside, wherever you live, just going outside, if you have to put a jacket on, a hat, gloves, whatever, um, going outside first thing in the morning can really wake you up because the air is so fresh. um, And... I think that would be really helpful. I didn't really do that a lot. I think when I was going through um, my past season of like the deep, deep depression. But honestly, I don't remember. I might have done that. Um, But it is really helpful. 
fresh air is good. Um, so getting out first thing is nice. And then if you can find some other time during the day to spend, like I said, a good half hour outside, you know, maybe take a hike somewhere, take a walk, visit the beach if you have one near you or visit a pond, whatever you can do. Um, the outdoors is just so healing. Nature really does have the power to heal us from so many different ailments. So many different types of mental and emotional pain can be healed simply from being outside. Even physical pain, like a headache, sometimes you just need fresh air. So please, please use that tool. Definitely go outside. And the last thing that I would recommend is something that we all know it's just not easy to do. Um, Take your exercise and your diet seriously. So make sure you're exercising, make sure you're moving every day, especially if you feel depression because the exercise can lift you up. Um, It releases endorphins. Um, Sometimes if people are really depressed, they might not really notice much of a change from exercising, but I promise you that it is supposed to be helpful. And if you stick with it, I think it will improve your feelings of depression. I think that you'll feel a lot better. Um, Sometimes it just takes developing a continuous routine for you to start really noticing some changes. And you can start small. Maybe you can combine your outdoor activity and your exercise by taking a walk, taking a hike, um, swimming outside. Um, whatever, Whatever you can do for exercise, especially something that you enjoy. Like, don't make it stressful because the last thing that you wanna do when you're feeling depressed is add on to your stress so you don't really need to worry too much about doing exercise that you hate just think of something like can you convince yourself to take a walk if you're gonna allow yourself to listen to a podcast during your walk or put your headphones in and listen to a playlist of some music or if you have a gym membership can you convince yourself to go walk on the treadmill or use the elliptical while you watch a film on your phone like what can you do to get yourself to exercise because exercise is really important and when when I say diet I really mean just avoiding junk food and avoiding too much sugar um Sugar can give you like a dopamine rush, but then you can crash. So if you deal with depression, you definitely need to avoid some sugar. One way that I do that um, is I don't eat dessert anymore. So if I am getting a coffee and it's like a sweetened latte or something, I might ask for half the amount of syrup in my coffee so that reduces the sugar it doesn't completely eliminate it like I'm allowing myself to have a little bit but I am cutting it in half and then at night I used to have dessert but now I don't have dessert at all so I think it's important to just make these changes in your diet by cutting things out 
because sometimes there could be junk food that you're eating. It might not be sugar. It might be something else. It might be white bread. It might be lots and lots of fat or whatever you're eating that might be contributing to a deeper depression. Maybe you wouldn't be feeling as depressed if you didn't have that pizza every single day or if you didn't have a muffin every single morning. Like maybe there's something that you're eating that is making you feel worse. And clinical depression, you know, you can't change it just from diet and exercise. It's it's like prolonged sadness that you can't shake. And that's why people like myself take medication but there are, um, there is, I should say, a lot of research that says that a poor diet can make you feel pretty crappy, you know. And these things, you know, getting enough exercise and making sure your diet is pretty decent, these things we all know and we all don't really, well, a lot of us don't really want to do it, but it's important to get yourself in a good routine because once you start feeling a little bit better, you'll want to stick with it. And then once you figure out how to get out of your deep, deep depression, you're going to probably want to do all of these things even more. Um, So I wish you the best of luck and thank you for tuning in to this episode. And I'll catch you next time and I hope you feel better.